Welcome to the 313 Men, Money, and Marriage podcast, where facts, logic, and reasoning are at the forefront of every conversation. And in this episode, we are going to discuss the decade of your 40s, where some say life begins. We will talk about employment, health, home ownership, career, and your legacy. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as we delve into the decade of your 40s. Welcome back to the 313 Men, Money, and Marriage podcast. And like we just discussed earlier in the intro, we will be talking about the decade of your 40s. Specifically, we're going to get into a few areas. Now, just to let you know, the group, as far as demographics are concerned, that is turning 40 right now pretty much every year are the millennials. And they're just starting to turn 40 years old because the millennials generation is birth date initially starts from 1980 and goes to the late 90s so they have that two year two decade area so you're starting to see them turn 40 years old every single year now but we're going to go into a few other areas about your 40s like I said in the intro earlier this is where some people say life begins and I think maybe the reason is for that is because you start to feel good about some of the choices that you made some of the decisions that you made And you're starting to see some of those things pay off. So usually in your 40s, and not every instance, but in some situations, you'll start to get your life somewhat in order. Now, as far as your friends are concerned, when we talked about being in your 30s, you start to narrow down your friends just simply because you don't need as many as you did when you were in your 20s because being popular and important in your 20s and having a lot of friends mattered. When you thought in your 30s, you cut down on that number. So you just stuck with people who are more like you or had the same ideas as you. Well, when you move into your 40s, your friendships actually get healthier. So what ends up happening is you start to develop some really healthy friendships. And these are people who you both people are winning in the friendship. So They're bringing things to the table that you could use. You're bringing things to the table that they could use. And as a result, your friendship tends to be healthier. Your group, again, will shrink and get a little bit smaller even than it was in your 30s. But you will have better friends because your character and everything, you're much better at picking people who will be of assistance to you. Not that you need them for a whole lot, but you don't want anyone that's going to be dragging you down. So healthy friendships in your 40s start to pop up a lot more often. And another advantage to that with having the healthy friends, the more healthier people you hang around, the less likely are you going to be able to hang around unhealthy people. So that's a big advantage towards you. You're also another thing that's really good in your 40s is that your, I guess the word I use is your BS detection is much better. So you don't necessarily fall for every little thing that they have out there and you don't fall for any the manipulation that some others might have put uh, displayed to you or uh, exhibited towards you when you were in your 20s and 30s. So that's one of the good areas there pertaining to you know now not to fall for some of those things. Now, we said earlier employment was going to be key. Now, in this decade of your 40s, there is going to be an episode just to let you know 
that just deals with the second male prime years, which is your financial prime. Well, in the decade of your 40s is when you start to go into your financial prime. However, it's not when you first turn 40. So generally, when you start going into the decade of your 40s, your financial prime isn't until age 45 for a man. And this is for a man. Your financial prime is age 45 and it goes to age 55. And when we say your financial prime, all this basically means is these are 10 years where your earnings will probably be the highest that they've ever been in your working lifetime. So that 45 to 55 is generally when you will make the most money in your career. Now, obviously, if you work beyond 55 your earnings will still be relatively high, if not higher in certain situations. But we, if we would have estimated, it would just basically say 45 to age 55 are your financial prime years. So with increased earnings, you will notice that your, if you get your social security statement, you'll notice that your numbers are going up. You'll be able to collect more money. Your 401k balance will start to get higher because you're earning more money. And as a result of that, you're more likely to get promotions just simply because you have over 10,000 hours of work experience, maybe in your, your selected area. And because of that, you're an expert in your field. So your chances of promoting go up a lot better when you're in your 40s, just simply because of all of that experience that you have. And you're at a point to where you can mentor younger employees. So your value on the job is much better you're, you're sort of a needed employee where you don't want to let these, these types go away. So people in their 40s tend to get a pretty good deal as far as what they can. Uh, they can make a little bit more demands as far as some of the things that they want when it comes to employment. And, but as a result of that, you're going to have a little bit more responsibility on the job. So not only are you going to have to do your job. You're going to have to train other people to do another job similar to yours and maybe do your job when you're not around. You're also are expected to be a mentor to younger employees and some of the 20 somethings that's just coming on to, to work in the area or your career field that you're in. They're going to be heavily relying upon you because you have all that experience in the area that they're trying to gain experience in. So as a result of that, that will lead you to have more responsibility on the job and be, be honest with you generally in your forties, you don't mind it as much. It's just normal parts of the course. You expect that it's going to happen. It doesn't necessarily really, it's not overwhelming for the most part. So it's not that difficult for you to do those things. And because of that, you just accept it and you just take it. And as long as you're being compensated for it, most people don't really mind it at all. So your employment is going to be much better in these situations as far as your, 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 your salary, because you're going to be getting into that financial prime year age. Now, if you are single and you're in your 40s, obviously you're going to have a lot more selection toward, of, of women who might want to date you or be in a relationship which you want to be married to you because you're, hitting, you're heading into those financial prime years and you will start to have more money. And obviously women will be looking for someone who has a stable income that they might want to settle down with and or high income that they want to settle down with. So because of that, you'll be a hot commodity if you're single in your 40s. But most majority of the time, and not every single time, but there will be instances where men are already married. 
And so your 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 life is kind of going full circle. You'll probably still you'll be doing things with your children that may be saying those teenage years are starting to become teenagers or they might be just in elementary school. You're going to have to be taking them to different places, events, maybe soccer, basketball, football, all these different event things that might be going on. So your life is pretty hectic in your 40s. Now, pertaining to your health, and as a man at least, and I don't go, won't go too much into the woman's health as pertaining to dealing with health in this particular episode. But as a man, your body is going to start to change. And the reason that that's happening is because your body is starting to lose muscle. Now, this is really the first decade where your body will start to lose muscle. Now, on average, you will lose about 10% of your muscle in this decade. The first part of the decade is not so bad. So from age 40 to 44, 45, it's not too bad. Where it gets bad is when you get to about 45, because then you start to see the decline a little bit more. I mean, you'll be working out or you might be going to the gym and you'll be doing the same type of exercises or weightlifting or whatever it is that you are doing. But you're noticing that it's not quite going away the way it used to. Now, in this particular situation, a lot of times when you get in your 40s, if you want to stay really ripped and cut up or be really good shape or anything like that, you literally probably have to watch your diet just as much as the diet is just as important as the actual workout is. Where in your 30s, you didn't have to really worry about it as much. But in your 40s, you definitely have to curtail your diet. So keeping a, to stay toned, a diet is the key when you're in your 40s. So stay toned, diet. you got to diet. Another thing that's going on is when I say health, If you're not healthy or if you're not in shape or if you're starting to have some other issues, your body is going to have areas where you're going to have some breakdowns. Now, I was just when I was in my 40s and when I was working out consistently, I was mostly lifting weights and just doing, you know, some light cardio for the most part when I would go to the gym. When I got to about age 44, 45, I think it was. He has about, yeah, 40, 40. I literally, I literally uh, had to have, I, I, I tore eight millimeters of cartilage off my knee, right off the, uh, my kneecap area. And as a result, I had to have arthroscopic knee surgery. And it was, I had basically had to, what they call the microfracture surgery. And it's a relatively famous surgery. A lot of athletes have to use it, you know, have to have microfracture surgery. And when that happens, uh, you're basically, you're going to be, after the surgery's over, you're going to be on crutches for anywhere between four to six weeks because you can't put any weight on that leg. So with that happening, that was the first time for me where I ever had any major injury. All the way up until that age, I never really had any major injuries, but once you get in your 40s, this is going to be sort of a common thing where you could start to have some of these type of things that will break down. Another area you will have to take care of, and I'm saying this, I'm trying to be clean about saying this, is that as a man, if you are unhealthy and you start to gain a little bit of weight, gain a little bit of weight and 
you start to get, you know, have some other issues. Your plumbing, your your plumbing as a man can be affected starting in your 40s if you are not taking care of yourself and you're not being healthy. So when I'm, you know what I'm getting at when I'm saying your plumbing, you may have some issues at that point. So you might want to go to your doctors and get some blood work done just to make sure everything is okay. And if everything is okay, you're fine. But if it's not okay, they're probably going to tell you what to do. They'll probably put you on some some type of medication. Maybe they even may tell you, you know, try and get yourself in better shape, this, that, and the other. All these things can start to happen. Uh, type 2 diabetes starts to, you know, kick in sometimes in your 40s for some people who are overweight and can't, you know, keep their weight down. So that all affects your sex drive, your your ability, you know, to 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 have sex and all of those things. So... You definitely want to make sure that you take care of your plumbing. But usually in your 40s is when you might start seeing some issues. So that's very, very critical as far as health is concerned. Now, like I said earlier, millennials are the largest generation that are turning 40. Now, just to let you know, the millennial generation is technically bigger than the baby boomer generation. And it's definitely bigger than the generation X. So. The millennial generation is about roughly 80 million people. So as I said earlier, they're from about 1980 to 1998, 99. So every single year at this point, uh, new millennials are going to be starting to turn 40. So why is that important? There's a lot of things going on. When it comes to home ownership, the group that buys the most homes on a percentage basis are between the ages of 35 and 44. 35 to 44, 61% of homes will be purchased by people between that age group, 35 and 44. Now, under 35, under 35, it's about 38%. And those prime years, I was telling you about that, 45 to 54, 455, it's about 50 in the high 50s. So people who are buying homes, generally the biggest group is going to probably fall into that period, that that area of, say, 35 to 44, where the percentage is a little bit higher. Now, another issue that can occur, like so, so since millennials are going to be probably the ones who are going to be buying the homes the most, and as of right now, if you look at the market and everything like that, and you'll start to see the interest rates are going up and so are the housing prices, you can really end up in a jam in your 40s just simply because you might have overpaid for a house and then the market might correct itself and you find yourself in a little bit of a jam or a bind. And you're, you, know, you might have a mortgage that might be a little bit too rough, too tough for you to handle. And that's just... During this decade, like I said, all of these added responsibilities are going on. You have your children that you're dealing with. If you do have children, you have more responsibility on the job. You have expectations from your family members, spouse, children. They want they expect certain things. And so as a man, it could be kind of tricky during this period of time because you can really become debt burdened by different things, especially if you had if you still are in your 40s and you still have student loans. Because you'll be paying student loans, mortgages, car payments, and you have your children. You have, you, it's a lot that might be going on. So during this decade, it's very critical for you to 
try and get all those things somewhat under control. Now, if you have not started, if you have not started investing or saving money yet, as far as your retirement or 401k plan goes, once you turn 40, it's still not too late. It's still not too late. It's too late. And it's in the way I, the reason why I say it's not too late, because at that point, roughly every dollar that you save will probably bring back another five to seven dollars by the time you get to 60, 65 ish. So because of that, it's still not too late. But what your 40s is basically going to tell you pertaining to investing in your retirement is if you have not started, you better start now. So if you have not started investing at all and you have a 401k plan, a Roth IRA or a 403 plan, you need to start investing right now at age 40 if you have not done it at all. So with that being said, this is the period where you have to put your foot on the gas and get the ball rolling. Because if you wait longer and say to age 50, Instead of it being one in five and seven, it's going to go down to about one in three. And that probably won't be enough unless you save a whole lot of money. And even then, it still might not be enough because what comes to investing, time is more important than the actual money is concerned. So that's very, very critical. Another thing. uh, Well, here, this statistic here is just saying 37 percent of home buyers in 2020 were millennials. So that's over a third And that's more than any other generation. And with all of that being said, uh, the primary the primary home is going to be purchased by millennials mostly or or have they will not necessarily be mostly, but they'll have the highest percentage. They will have the highest percentage. Now, the next area I want to go into, like I said, we, we talk about being career oriented and working on your job, how you have high expectations. You're going to also be holding yourself a little bit more accountable. So you're going to have expectations for yourself and you're going to have some goals that you set that you're going to want to try and complete, which is going to be very, very important to you. You might take up another hobby doing something. So you might start doing something a little bit differently than you did before. And it could be something that will bring more income into the home or it could be just something that you like to do, something that you just enjoy doing. Like I do this podcast. It's just an extra thing that I'm doing right now. It's just something that I enjoy doing. So you might find women might not understand some of the things that you might be doing, especially if you're married. But this is just things that you're going to want to do when you get to this point. You want to try something different. You want to see if you can, you know, do something that'll be a little bit more, uh, something that'll bring a little bit more excitement to your life sometimes. So usually during this decade is when you will start to do that a little bit more. Like I said, there are high expectations that are expected of you from your job, spouse, and children. And for the most part, you have to meet those expectations. And for the most part, you will meet those expectations because you're going to have to in some situations to where it's, it's all about you. Thinking about your family in your 40s is very, very important because a lot of the things that you're doing at this point is not just for you anymore, sort of for them. And this is one of that, that first decade where it really, really starts to matter. So even though they say life begins when you turn 40, this is and that was based upon a a poll that was an independent. Even though they say that it's still it's still not all about you. It's still about other people. You have a lot more responsibility. And as a man, 
you have to put your obviously your your spouse and children before you. So you're going to be really focusing on making sure that they're okay. Now, the last area, the last area that I want to talk about pertaining to your 40s is a man's legacy. And it's your legacy is this is the decade where you start thinking about your legacy. Okay, this doesn't necessarily mean that you're thinking about passing away in your 40s. And then if you do pass away in your 40s, that you have to start doing everything right at that moment. No, your legacy goes on for decades. So, but in your 40s is when you start to take it a little bit more seriously. You are living in the present, but now because of your legacy, you start thinking about the future. And that's what you look like. You start, what's the meaning of your life? What will you be remembered by? What will people say about you? Was you a decent person? Were you a good guy? All of those different things. Were you a family man? Did you take care of your responsibilities? All of that matters. In addition, now in addition to that, you will start to take pride in your accomplishments. And there isn't anything wrong with that. You should take pride in your accomplishments. When I say take pride, just be, let's not say proud of yourself, but say, man, you, you start to look at the completion of something and you start to feel a lot better because you actually completed it. So that is going to be very, very important. Taking pride in your accomplishments, it makes you feel better about yourself. Now, because this is your sort of where your legacy decades begin, you start to get better at solving problems in your 40s because you have so much experience of dealing with dealing with things. Your 40s, you start to get a lot better at being able to solve problems. So if something drastic happens in the house, you're able to fix it. I remember there was in the old house we lived in before we moved into the house I'm in now. Uh, we ants had kind of taken over the house for a little bit. Now, they weren't the kind that uh, chew on your wood and the termite types, but they were the, the red ant kind that, that went everywhere. And they were in just about every uh, room in the house that was downstairs. So me and my wife had to take all the clothes out. We had to wash them. And then so I didn't panic in that situation, but I, I did a whole bunch of different things. I started to spray around the whole entire base of the house multiple times. We sprayed all the way on the inside, and eventually we got rid of them. It took a few days, but we were struggling with that for a while, and I do remember that I just did all the research myself, and I didn't call anybody out. I said, I'm going to get rid of these ants myself, and I figured out how to do it, and in a few days, they were pretty much all gone. But that is what I'm talking about, being able to solve a problem. Something just that pops up like that out, out of the, the blue, something weird. So because of that and your ability to solve problems gets better, you start to, you know, take pride in the fact that you were able to, to solve problems a little bit better, and yet you have, you're better at your accomplishments. And that's, that's one of the areas that's going to be important towards your legacy. Now, in your legacy, what are you leaving behind? Are you financially leaving your family in a good place? Well, in your 40s, you start to think about, hey, if I'm just, say, married and have maybe one, two, three, four children, and something was to happen to me tomorrow, what am I leaving my family? 
will they be okay if I'm gone? Now, obviously, you being gone, especially if your children are under 18, will be a dramatic change for them because the major part of their life is now gone. But you got to ask yourself, am I going to be okay? Or are they going to be okay, rather, now that I'm gone? Did I leave them enough resources and protection if something was to happen to me in this decade? So that's why I was stressing that if you did not start saving money in your 401k plan, you may want to start doing it now. Your Social Security as a man If you're working, you want to get as much income in there as possible because if you did pass away, your family are entitled to a benefit after you are passed. And they can live off of that money for, you know, until they become adults, your children. So that's why you have to ask yourself, what am I leaving? Did I leave more on on planet Earth? You know, then when I first came in, did, did, did I, can I honestly say I was an asset versus a liability? Did I take from people or did I create? Was my creative intelligence well enough to obviously support my family and make sure other people did well under me? So it's not sometimes just about your family. If you are working and other people are doing well because you made decisions, That's part of your legacy, too. So if I have a supervisor who outperforms and we outperform together, obviously we both, you know, receive the benefit. A good example of what I'm talking about pertaining to this is if you use, say, uh, Tom Brady or Michael Jordan or someone like that. And they, 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 they they, they win a lot. So obviously because their skill set is at a certain level, they're able to bring other people with them whose skill set is skill set is not on par with theirs, but because they were able to go to finals and Super Bowls, those players get bonuses, their family gets to eat and get more resources to them. And that's what I'm talking about. Is your skill set doing that? Is it making other people around you improve and get better? So with that being said, we're about to wrap up on the decade of your 40s. And the only other thing that I can suggest is probably one of the more important things to deal with besides obviously your family. And obviously you're going to have some employment and stuff like we talked about. But I really want to stress the importance of having healthy friendships. Now, in this decade, you will notice that there'll be instances, there'll be some times when your friends will... You, you'll notice some friends that you think are good for you or, or you think that are have the same uh, ideology as you. They won't. And sometimes they'll just stop talking to you altogether. And he's like, oh, man, I thought that person was cool. But that comes par with the course. And as you get in your 40s, it won't matter as much if they enter or leave or come back into your life. It won't matter as much. Whereas it did, say, if you were in your 20s and 30s, you might want to find out why. When you're 40s, you don't have time to find out why. You just say, okay, well, that's just how it is. So healthy friendships are very important. So to wrap up, just a summary, employment, health, healthy friendships, homeownership, having control of your finances is very important. Don't become debt burdened. If you have not started investing in your 401k plan or any type of retirement plan, now is the time to do it.
so that you can get a return on your investment, a decent return on your investment. And if you do have any out, uh, uh, any outstanding debt, you want to try and maybe pay it down. Now, with that being said, if you have not had an opportunity to go to the website, it is in the link of the show notes. Go to the website. You will see a lot of good things there. If you click on an episode, there will be a microphone in the bottom right hand corner. You can literally leave a message and that message can be used in a future episode, depending on what you said in the message. A few people have left messages, so but I just haven't used them in the show yet. Another thing is you can get on an email list. And the reason why that would be important for you is for several reasons. One, the, the most important reason is that I can send you a couple of days in advance what the next episode was going to be about. So you'll find out what the next episode will be about prior to the release of the episode. And if there's any other thing that's somewhere else that's going on, like if I'm doing a public speaking somewhere, you can find out if you're in that area and you can go to the event if you want to go. So with that being the case, we are going to bid you a good night and I want you to continue listening. I'm having a lot of fun doing this and we will have some guests coming on in the next week or two. I just confirmed it. So with that being the case, I bid you a good night and see ya.